This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is Jeff Katz, it today for Glenn. So which is it, Dr. Fauci? We should or we shouldn't open schools? That answer's next, the Glenn Beck Program. program it is jeff katz in today for glenn and i want to tell you that at the very very beginning of this my three children are as we speak at home now nobody has school today and it's not because of president's day no 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 i mean it's uh it's various and sundry reasons but what's weird is even if they would have had school nobody would have left the house my oldest boy is a sophomore at Stanford, and that campus has essentially been closed for, well, the better part of a year, right? In, in March, just a couple of weeks from now, you and I will be celebrating the one-year anniversary of two weeks to flatten the curve. And my, my oldest boy called me, I'm now realizing, last year, and he said, hey, Dad, um, looks like they're going to be closing the campus for a couple of weeks. Can you get me a ticket? Can you get me an airline ticket home? And I thought, wow, for the first time in many, many years, I actually have some power in this relationship. I could, at least in theory, say no. No, I guess I couldn't. I mean, I could. No, 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 never mind. I couldn't. I couldn't. All right. So so he gets the uh, the airplane ticket. He comes home. Now, what does he have? He has a carry-on, like a, uh, a backpack. And he's got shorts and T-shirts because that's what he was wearing in March out in California. And he comes back here to Virginia and shorts and T-shirts. Mm another couple of weeks before we would officially be wearing them but not too far off the mark well now it's a year later and no idea none when he will actually be back on campus my two other kids each attend school well they're enrolled in school nobody's actually attending school school in person my little guy is a sophomore in high school but he has been doing the at-home virtual learning and i should be very clear on this our county hanover county which is just north of richmond where you will find me on news radio wrva every afternoon hanover county since all of this started has given us the option, given parents the option of sending their children to school, in-person living in an actual school building, or virtual education at home on the computer. And then in the middle is my princess. Well, my princess, my little girl, who is going to be 18 years old in just a couple of weeks. 
my little girl, not so little anymore as she turns 18, but that's 18 chronologically. Developmentally, she's about 18 months old. And that's where Julia is always going to be, about 18 months old, developmentally. Because Julia only learned how to uh, walk in the last couple of years. And Julia does not speak. Um, Julia doesn't know how to take care of herself. You know, she, she can't get to the bathroom or give herself a bowl of cereal. And unfortunately, she also she can't tell us those things. So Julia is always going to be at home with us. And so I guess in some way this is, you know, it is what it is. But the reason I mention all of this is that each of my three children has a unique educational need. My oldest guy needs to be back on campus with other brilliant but thoroughly annoying college students. That's where he should be. He should not be living at home. Nobody who is an adult should be living at home with mom or dad. Just No, you, you need to go out in the world and make your way in the world. So he should be out there with him. And my little guy, again, he's a sophomore in high school. He needs to be in a classroom, but here's where the rub is. And I know because you're, you're, you're thinking, wait a minute, Jeff, you just said, you just said that your county, Hanover County, Virginia, since day one has given you as the parent the option. That's true. But the option we chose was the at-home learning because of the fear that had been instilled in all of us thanks to folks like Dr. Fauci. Right? What were we told? Well, this, this uh, coronavirus. Now, remember, it started out as every single virus has been named in the past, it started out with its point of origin, the Wuhan coronavirus. Right? Just like Lyme disease. The Spanish flu. I mean, that's how things are named in the, in the disease world. Good, bad, or indifferent, just the way it is. But then, because of the control of who, World Health Organization, by the leadership of the Chinese Communist Party, they were able to uh, exert some influence. And the next thing you know, instead of being the Wuhan coronavirus or the Chinese coronavirus, all of a sudden it was the novel coronavirus. And then they said, hey, you know, that's eh, people are going to think it's a book. We need something snappier. And they went to the division of snappy stuff. And the snappy folks said, hey, COVID, see, get it? Coronavirus. And what's the D for? Well, we haven't figured that out yet. We, we, we got to send that off to the other part. But uh, COVID-19. Yeah, we're going with 19. Woohoo! All right. So now there it is. Because it's first observed in 2019. But they scared the living, you know what, out of us, right? Well, we were all scared. Oh, my gosh. 
We're going to get it. We're going to die. Well, I don't like the odds on this. This is not good. Well, here's what we're going to have to do. Everybody's got to stay at home. All we need is two weeks. Two weeks to, quote, flatten the curve. Now, here's the deal. I've been around the block once or twice. I know how government works. By the way, my dad retired after 40-plus years as an employee of the federal government. I know that folks who work for the federal government are actually pretty good people. But I also know that inside of, quote, government work, sometimes the numbers get a little off. So when they said we're going to need two weeks to flatten the curve, I thought to myself, okay, I'm thinking three, four, you know what, let's just err on the side of caught. I'm going to say five weeks. It's going to take them five weeks for the two-week project, and then we'll all be back to to good. Well... (laughs) don't know if you've noticed this we are now approaching the one-year anniversary of two weeks to flatten the curve and so when our local school division said to us hey parents you can send your kids to school or you can have the virtual learning my wife said look if we send the kids to school meaning my middle and youngest, my, my Julia and my, my little guy, if we send them to school, I am going to worry every single day. Every single day. As to whether they were exposed to this, and especially Julia... Now, I just mentioned to you, Julia is going to turn 18 years old in a couple of weeks. But developmentally, Julia is 18 months old. And what do 18-month-old kids do? What do toddlers do? They mouth things. Anything and everything they can put their hands on goes in their mouth. Boom! Now... You're telling me that if we send Julia to school, she is somehow going to have such great sanitary precautions that we don't have to worry about that. Well, no, that's not going to happen. And it's not because of the the teacher. In fact, Julia's in-class special ed teacher is truly one of the best human beings we've ever met. Miss Tanya is an amazing teacher. Incredible. But do you think that any human being can make sure that each of the kids in this classroom who are at comparable levels are not somehow going to be exposed to this? The answer is no. And so Heidi said, look, I just, I don't want to worry every single day. It's going to be terrible. And she said, we, we, we've just got to do this virtual learning thing. We'll just do it at home. You know, it's not going to be that long. So that's what we did. And that's where we are. Well, look, Julia needs more than a half an hour seated in front of a laptop because that's what she's getting. And Heidi's doing her best, I know, to make it school. But it is what it is. And... 
my little guy has got to be back with other kids his age. You know, they, they, he's got to be involved in social things as well as learning. Now, I raise all of these issues not to, to preach or get angry or, or tell you, oh my gosh, feel sorry for me. Don't feel sorry for me. But I'm looking at the latest from Dr. Fauci. Remember him? You remember him, right? Dr. Fauci said, and I quote, if you look at the data, the spread among children and from children is not really very big at all, not like one would have suspected. Well, that was Dr. Fauci then. Then. But now that Dr. Fauci is all the rage with Joe Biden. Now Dr. Fauci says, yeah, we we can't open things up until that $2 trillion COVID package that my boss, the president, wants passes. Huh. Quote, schools need more resources. Obviously, it's not a perfect situation, but it's really important to get the children back to school in the safest way possible. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what we all have said, right? November the 29th, Dr. Fauci said, close the bars and keep the schools open. But now he says... We, 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 we can't go back. Oh, no, not a chance. Well, how is this going to work? And if you want to read more on this particular story, do yourself a favor. Head on over to theblaze.com, theblaze.com. That's where you're going to find the story. But how does this work? If, in fact, we're not going to reopen these schools anytime soon, are we really prepared for a generation that is uneducated and not capable of working in the future? Could anybody say the Great Reset again? We've got to pause 10 seconds for station identification. Jeff Katz in today for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. That is my question to you. What exactly are we ready for? Are we ready for anything? Because if my kids are not getting back to school anytime soon and your kids are not getting back to school anytime soon, exactly what happens when they are forced to participate in the real world? If, in fact, they are ever going to be forced to participate in the real world. You hear Glenn talk about it all the time, do you not? The Great Reset. I listen to Glenn every single day, and I hear him talking about the Great Reset. And what the Great Reset is truly, honestly all about is making people dependent and making sure that people who ought not be dependent are dependent. And what are we going to ask? Well, not much. I mean, your complete and total 
dependency, that actually is a big thing to ask. It is a big thing to say, hey, you cannot make any decisions on your own. You will not make any decisions on your own. But not to worry, we'll make sure that you have food. What kind of food? Doesn't matter. It's not your choice to make. This is the Great Reset. We'll decide what you need, when you need it, how you need it. We'll decide what you get. Did it ever occur to you as you look around the world right now? You look at images around the world. All of these leaders, and yeah, I'm making those annoying air quotes when I say leaders. All of these politicians, probably a better way to say it. Whether it is the Prime Minister of New Zealand, or Justin Trudeau, the clown prince up in Canada, or our very own Joe Biden. Standing with signs, using the phrase, build back better. Do you think that each of the national political brain trusts just individually came up with that phrase? Well, build back better. Oh, that sounds good. What does it mean? It means hit the button. It means hit the reset button, hit the great reset button, and everybody becomes dependent. That is where we're headed right about now. And that is a huge, huge problem. I mentioned uh, a couple of moments ago that men who work, and I mean really work, I don't mean like me sitting in in front of a, a computer screen yakking into a microphone, that's, that's not really work, don't tell my wife that, but it's not really work. But I mean people who really work fixing things, making things. I mentioned that this past weekend, as we're dealing with weather issues here in Central Virginia, our our heat pump stopped pumping heat, or at least that's what we thought. It wasn't really the case. But I I called the guy that owns the HVAC company that services our stuff, and he answered his phone and he called me. And he said, oh, "Yeah," and I, I said, "Well, what are you doing? What kind of what kind of a business owner are you, Stefan? You you own the company. You're not supposed to be running service calls in the middle of an ice storm on a Saturday." And he's like, uh, "Yep, that's what I do because I do own the company, <laughs> and and I take my service weekends just like everybody who works for me." And I thought, "Wow, that's amazing." And then Paul sends me this this note. He says, Jeff, look, you started that story. Can you finish it, please? What's the deal with your heat pump? The deal is we're fine. uh, I'm embarrassed to say this. Do I have to say it? I'll say it out loud. The uh, circuit breaker tripped. All right, let's move on now. I, I know, I'm right. I should have checked the circuit breaker first, but I didn't. And so afterwards, so that's all it was. Thank you. But that's why you need somebody who knows how these things work. Because guys like me who really did listen to my parents when they said, oh, no, 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 no. Work with your head, not with your hands. Work smarter, not harder. People like me have to call people who know these things and ask them to please come and fix these things just occurred to me, how many lawyers does it take to install a toilet? You know what the answer is? I have no idea because I've never seen a lawyer install a toilet. Think about that. 
So when do we get our kids back to school? Let me let me ask you, depending on where you are, you might be in a homeschooling situation. Boy, I hope you are. And I mean a real homeschooling situation where you are actually educating those kids because my hat is off to you because I could never do it. And I'm seeing now maybe we should have, but we didn't, and I can't. Are you in a private school where you're... Your son, your daughter is actually in a classroom with a teacher learning? Or are your kids sitting in front of their laptops pretending? Because I think there's a lot of pretending. 888-727-BECK. 888-727-BECK. If you want to send me an email, go to my website, thejeffcatshow.com. Thejeffcatshow.com. You will find there one of those uh, click to contact buttons. Click it, contact. We will uh, talk about it. And what role do the teachers unions actually play in all of this? It is Jeff Katz in today for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Financing NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Anybody else find that frustrating? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Let me ask you something. The uh, interest rate on your mortgage, what is it at right now? Do you have to go look it up or do you know it off the top of your head? Is it over 4%? Is it over 3%? Because if it is, you're paying too much. Did you see what England, Bank of England came out and said? The interest rate will be in negative range in england within the next 45 days <laughs> oh jeez okay okay uh you want to consider refinancing your mortgage get a lower payment amount do it right now give them 10 minutes of your time today it's american financing they're really professional compassionate people that work for you american financing at 800-906-2440 800-906-2440 go to americanfinancing.net that's american financing.net Kind of support, uh, important to support free speech? Yeah. Do that by supporting The Blaze. Use the promo code Glenn for $30 off your subscription at blazetv.com. Jeff Katz sitting in today for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Trying to figure out here if our kids ever actually do make it back to school. This has been the question. And I want to share a quick email that uh, came in. And uh, this is uh, from Mary. Mary Rose out in Idaho. He says, Jeff, I am listening to you fill in for Glenn today. Where I live in Idaho, Coeur d'Alene, we go to school four days per week. I am a special ed teacher. My kids are pre-K, and we are in school all this school year. 
We don't wear masks, although we have the wear mask signs up in restaurants and stores. I'm always wondering when it will end due to other people driving here just to have the freedom. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I do know, however, she says, that Washington, D.C. will eventually stop the freedom we in Idaho have. What a sad thing to think about. But she's probably right. I mean, what is the latest that we are hearing from Washington these days? We're hearing now, hearing now that we, well, you know, we've got to wear two masks. We had the one mask situation. And then we heard the other day, well, two masks. You've got to wear two masks because clearly two masks are better than one. And using that logic, let's not kid ourselves, three masks are going to be better than two and four masks will be better than three. And at some point, how many masks will you and I need to simply exist in the world? Will we be allowed to exist in the world? Far be it for me to tell any of the scientists, the medical professionals, how many masks are optimal. But I do know this. One of the things that I learned over the years, because I haven't always been in the radio business. Right? I was a police officer. I trained as an EMT. I have uh, been a volunteer for years and years and years with uh, various and sundry emergency response teams, right? So I've always had a real mask, right? Because I have legitimately been concerned about germs. I've been concerned about particulates in the air. So when all of this stuff started and well, you gotta wear masks i thought well you know what finally probably for the first time in my life i'm ahead of the curve on something i already have my masks i've already got them i've already got the right kind of mask for a situation like this right i already have the KN95 mask. I've got a couple of them, as a matter of fact. But then I started looking at folks who were also, quote, wearing masks. And I thought to myself, now, wait a minute. That's not a mask. I mean, it was it was almost like that. That Australian guy in Crocodile Dundee, that's not a knife, this is a knife. And I thought to myself, that's not a mask, this is a mask. But then I realized there are a lot of people with those masks and very few people with the mask that I had. And then even for those people who are, quote, wearing the mask, they're not wearing it properly. It is not a headband. It doesn't do any good if you've got it up there on your forehead. It's not an ascot like your your Thurston Howell the third wearing it down around your neck. 
Well, I'm covering my mouth. Well, what about your nose? Well, what about my nose? Well, your nose is not just a snack dispenser. You got to cover that puppy up if, in fact, you want the mask to be effective. All right, I'll cover up my nose. But now the mouth is undone. This smacks of theater. And please understand something. I'm not in any way minimizing the risks. I believe they're very real risks. I believe they're very real threats. And I believe that you and I, as decent people, as fellow inhabitants of the United States of America, that, that we should take steps to mitigate the problems that others might face. But you can't do it with this foe situation and that's what we're seeing a lot of mary joe sends a note and again if you want to uh, shoot me an email you go to my website thejeffcatshow.com thejeffcatshow.com you click on the button that says uh, contact me and then you contact me so mary joe says jeff i have sons in parochial school grade school as well as high school they've actually both been in school full-time face-to-face since august and there have been no issues There have been cases of COVID because of the testing rules issued by the government and sporting officials, but the students are fine, at least physically. It's sad, though, because they are so limited in their social activities outside of school. There are no movies to go see. They cannot cheer on their friends at sporting events due to limitations in spectators, etc. By the way, the faculty members who have tested positive for COVID... They have contracted it outside of school, and all of them have recovered at home. Do you remember when President Trump, back when he used to be president, said, the cure can't be worse than the illness? The cure cannot be worse than the disease. He was right. And you remember when, oh, what was his name? Uh, It was all the rage for a while had saved so many people in New York State. Um, uh, uh, Andrew, right? Uh, Andrew Cuomo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Played the part of the governor of New York. Remember him, right? And then he had that that best-selling book that talked first person about what a great guy he was. First person. Well, I saved everybody. Look at what I did. I've done an amazing job, and I should be strongly considered for any number of national posts, because frankly, this whole being governor of the Empire State is really getting old. Remember him, right? Yeah. And now we see, oh, wasn't quite how it was presented by Mr. Cuomo. It wasn't quite how it was presented by the leftists, even as they were trashing former President Trump. Why, this guy doesn't know science. This guy is a blowhard. This guy is, insert whatever term you want there, because they just hated him, and they hated him with a passion. And so whatever he had to say, even when it was something as correct and benign as the cure cannot be worse than the disease they had to trash him 
and they did everything possible to laud in the in, in the most grandiose of ways their guy their guy governor cuomo see cuomo is all about the science jeff cuomo cares and yet it was president trump who made sure that the hospital ships traveled to new york to treat victims of the coronavirus you remember that right and they sat empty all the while governor cuomo was having people ill with COVID-19 taken to nursing homes and assisted living facilities. They mocked Janice Dean. Why, you know, she's, she's just a weather caster. Okay. She knows more science than I do. Ah, you can't take anything she says seriously, Jeff. She doesn't know what she's talking about. You got to look to this guy, Governor Cuomo. He knows what he's doing. Cuomo's the guy. He's our, he's the best guy. You just tell that Janice Dean to, you know, go, go on about her business. Hmm. You see who was right all along, right? You see who had it right all along. You see who was misleading everyone all along. Now, what do you think the chances are? What? do you think the chances are that Joe Biden's Department of Justice looks into any of that stuff in New York State? I'm thinking not particularly likely. It's, it's almost like the, the niece of Vice President Harris. Apparently the Vice President's niece decided... She wanted to somehow, I guess, turn her profits on being the vice president's niece. And I don't know if she had clothing or or what it was, but the White House immediately said, hey, whoa, you can't do that. No, 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 no. That's not going to happen. And I thought to myself, because I got to be honest with you, I didn't read the whole story. I just saw the headline. I thought, well, wait a minute. Did the vice president's niece forget to put aside 10% for the big guy? What if what if Hunter Biden were on the vice president's niece's company's board? Would that work then? I don't know. Hey, I, I've got to share very quickly here an email. It says, Jeff, the last time you filled in for Glenn, you shared the story of a young lady in Virginia near you who makes bracelets. Could you share it again? And I thought, well, I don't have all the time in the world, but you are talking about, you're talking about Emily Morrissey. Emily is a young lady in Chesterfield County, Virginia. She has CP and a couple of other challenges, but she did such amazing work in her her in-school therapy with beads. And she loves making these beautiful bracelets. I'm wearing one right now because I wear one. Well, I don't always wear it, but I always wear a bracelet from Emily on any day that ends in Y. So today's Monday, so I got one on. But yeah, uh, Emily is doing well. And if you do want to check her out, it's emilysbracelets.com. Emilysbracelets.com. So thank you very much. That is uh, Cindy in, um, hang on a second, Cindy in Philadelphia. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, 
So that, if you do want to check it out, uh, you go and you check out what Emily is doing. I know she's she's got a whole bunch of stuff coming out. Thanks so much to uh, to Glenn and the gang for letting me sit in again. Always a pleasure. Jeff Katz in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Jeff Katz in today for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I'm trying to figure out if, in fact, our kids get back to school. I keep saying kids, and I, I, I should be uh, a little more charitable, I suppose, in that description. I mean, we're, I say kids, and my immediate vision is kindergartners, right? All right, not a big deal if the kindergartners are playing at home or playing at school, because we used to think the kindergarten was just playtime. And then we, we find out from people who actually are in the business of teaching, and I don't mean the leaders of teachers' unions, because unfortunately, gosh, this pains me to say it, because I grew up in a union household. I have been a union member. Um, I, I, I just see teachers' unions who keep moving the line and saying that they do not really want to go back to teach. I mean, that's really what the message is from so many of the teachers' unions now. Well, we just don't want to go back. We'll keep doing this, but you're not educating anybody. Well, so what? We don't want to catch COVID. Got it. I don't know anybody who does. So you can be first in line to get the vaccination. Whoa, slow your roll down there, buddy. Why should we get the vaccination? We don't. Look, it's, it's, it's one or the other. You want to be back in school helping my kids? God bless you. I'm there for you. But that means you got to get back in school and actually educate the kids. Bridget sends a note. She says, Jeff, my son was a junior, but he begged to be in school. A very intelligent student, always scoring high on tests. He and I decided to take him out since he was just spinning his wheels with no passing grades since March of 2020 because of the school setup. Well, he dropped out a couple of weeks ago. He took the pretest for GED the next day. He passed with such high scores, he can go on to take the actual test with no further classes. He's actually excited to start taking welding classes in person at our local community college. Well, more power to him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wish him nothing but the best. I wish him nothing but the best. And frankly, I wish the best for the rest of us as well. I I, I wish each of us the opportunity to see our children attend school, learn something, sweat the math test. I mean, seriously, be concerned that you haven't studied enough. Have some degree of, dare I say it, peer pressure. From your fellow students going, man, you really got to, you got to study this stuff. It's not easy. And working together. Could you imagine that in a study group? I mean, these are all things that should be easy. These, these should be the norm. This is what each and every one of us should be expecting. It should not be a surprise or a shock but i guess we'll see which way it goes i want to remind you if you want to stay in touch thejeffcatshow.com best way to do that thanks again for the opportunity to fill in it is jeff cat sitting in today for glenn beck this is the glenn beck program